Oh, you're not recording now! <laughs> oh, throw it, Andy. Thanks for tuning in to episode 164 of Super Nerd Pals. I'm your host, Andy Carasquillo. And I'm, and I'm your other host, Chris Sampson. And we just had an amazing episode within an episode of Dragon Chat. And Andy wasn't recording, so it's, it's lost to time forever. I'm sorry, pals. So sorry. All I'm saying is Jacko's the MVP. <laughs> Jack Jacko's the 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 no nonsense, no tempered police commissioner, and Vegeta's like the no holds barred cop who doesn't work with partners, but he has to. So I want you guys to know. This is this is a little news topic right here. I want you guys to know that I held up my <laughs> end of the bargain. And I am caught up to the super manga. Chris no, is not. No, I, I have no excuse. I haven't kept up with the manga. And we live in the 21st century where I can have the Shonen Jump app on my phone. But no. I, I Yes, I, I fully accept my th- this lack of responsibility. And I totally deserve to be dragged right now. <laughs> this episode of Super Nerd Pals is brought to you by... Manga99.com They sponsor us in no way besides allowing me to catch up to Dragon Ball Super. (laughs) So that's what Andy's been doing. You know, he's been... (laughs) Dude, one day at work... Alright, so this is basically how I caught up to Dragon Ball Super. I was really bored at work one day and it was like a really, really slow day. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to read a chapter of Dragon Ball Super. And that chapter turned nice. into nine. And I nice. was fully caught up by like, <laughs> <laughs> in like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Uh, it was great. Oh, God. I'm Andy, I'm literally crying right now from laughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, okay. You, I will, I will read it and we will have an actual proper dragon chat next time we record and then but with that out of the way we're not here to talk about dragon chat we're here to talk about san diego comic-con 2019 it just happened but but before we talk about san diego comic-con can we just really really quickly this is one of my biggest pet peeves and it happened to me oh no my favorite series oh no wait anime series tv series comic series comic series don't you just love it when you're anticipating the next comic book or manga chapter and have no fucking clue that it's the last one? Oh, did it get? Well, that's what happened with The Walking Dead. Oh, uh, yeah, The Walking Dead's the, the there's just the entire saga just seemed to be the abruptly end. Granted, I am horribly, horribly behind on. The, the comics so Andy can you give some context of where they are now and like with the announcement of its impending closure is it spoilers or not I, I don't mind about spoilers but, but all right, for so you spoiler the, for, for alert. all the pals listening earmuffs right now pause it or forward ahead like 10 minutes and if you follow the TV series whatever you could listen to this because that shit does not follow this at all because the the like 
main character that it leaves off is already dead in the show. So, whatever. Anyway. Um, so, the comic issue before the last one, so 192, ended... Uh, actually, it started with... So, Rick got shot in 191 at the very end. He got, like, shot in the chest. And then in 192, the first, like, handful of panels, uh, it shows the guy that shot Rick in the chest, like, finish Rick off. Like, he shoots Rick in the chest, like, three or four more times. And then, um, Carl wakes up in the morning to, like, make breakfast or something. And he goes to see his dad real quick. And his dad's a walker in the room. And Carl just, like, shoots him in the head. That whole chapter was just about Rick's death, which I'm going to be honest, Rick's death was pretty weak. I I felt no, no emotional attachment. Like, I don't know. It was just like Rick's dead. Like, in my opinion, Andrea's death, I took Andrea's death so hard in the comic books. So the fact that Rick's was just like, meh. Was, was it because like, it was like so uncer- unceremoniously done, or he he, he didn't die? Yeah, it was weird. Andrea, in like the line of battle. So Andrea, like, she gets bit by a walker trying to save somebody, and then Andrea just like she gets a whole comic book issue where like she's having a heart to heart with everyone she's ever been close to, and like it was just like a very like very emotional issue um with ricks it was just like oh rick's dead this asshole killed him all right let's imprison him and then it was just kind of like all right well rick uh we want to bury rick in alexandria with andrea and that's basically it everyone's like yeah let's do that and then the issue ends so then 193 picks up and it's like 10 or 15 years later Carl's like 30, and he has a six-year-old daughter with Sophia. Mind you, the issue before that, Carl's dating Lydia, which is the the daughter of the leader of, what the fuck are they called? The Whispers. So she's like the daughter of Alpha. And um, Carl's dating her in 192. And in 193, he's dating Sophia, which is also dead in the TV show. Um, and they have a daughter together, a six-year-old daughter, and they're living in peace, it looks like. He says that his daughter never uh, never encountered walkers. And uh, you get to see a little bit of what everyone's doing. Michonne is a judge. Uh, Maggie is like the mayor of her town. Um, her son's a douchebag. And then, yeah, Carl, Carl just looks badass. He kind of looks like Rick, but he has like an eye patch over his eye. Mm -hmm. He looks pretty badass. And then, um, we haven't seen Negan for like, I want to say close to 20 issues. Like, have not heard from him. And you haven't seen him at all in the time skip either, right? No. So after the time skip, um... Carl's like, I guess he he does 
rounds into towns and shit. And um, he goes to like this house and there's a little tombstone that says Lucille. And uh, he's traveling with Lydia and Lydia's like, oh, well, nobody's seen him in years. And he was like, well, someone's eating the food, so someone has to be here eating. And then you don't really see Negan at all in the last issue, in the last issue. But at the very end, Robert Kirkman just leaves a sentence that says Negan is alive. Oh, but why just why do that when you could just draw a panel of like Negan's silhouette? That seems really lazy writing. As to tie in with San Diego Comic Con, oh. uh, Robert Kirkman kind of confirmed that they might do a spinoff of like Negan. Oh, uh, in that twenty-year gap. Yeah, okay. like Negan now. Mm. So, I mean, I think that would be a cool idea. I fucking love that guy. I mean, he's tattooed on my legs. So Hell yeah! I must have some love for him. That's awesome. So. Uh, again, I really, uh, you know, kind of half tangentially walking into San Diego Comic-Con. Andy, I'm so sorry I couldn't pick up the San Diego Comic-Con issue of Walking Dead. Like, I oh, couldn't leave fun. the booth until, like, Saturday. It was, it was wild. But did, uh, what did, what was the, the issue supposed to be about? Um, I'm, I'm sure there was, like, some news or blogs that were teasing or um maybe already did a review about it was it part of the this whole storyline or was it something completely different like it's just like a side story for what the the The, walking dead yeah the walking dead comic oh it was just uh it was just a a variant oh just a variant cover oh i thought it was like a special story no no, it was just a variant cover Mm -hmm. which is now apparently going for like 40 bucks no that's that's not too bad I think the the issue was going for like ten bucks at the at the image booth. But. Yeah, I see some. Oh, I might buy that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, at the, at the booth they were selling Comic Con variant issue, and then they were selling like a CGC versions of like sub twenty eighteen issue, I think. But I did get you a gift, and you will get it soon because it's really good. Yes, in two yeah, weeks. In two weeks. Um, all right, so is that it for Walking Dead rants or Yeah, that was that was it for my Walking okay, Dead. Okay, so pour on out to to Rick, but not really cuz his death is like eh. RIP Rick, but R- RIP Rick. Who, who cares? But it's okay cuz in the show he's alive and he's going to have two new movies and I don't That's know going to be the end of the series. Well, I'm sorry. That's going to be the end of the series. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and then Fear of the Walking Dead is still going on. I I I I don't keep up with that. Real. I, I I hear Fear of the Walking Dead is good, but I couldn't get into the first episode. I mean, the first season. Mm-hmm. I watched like the six episode season, and I was like, yeah, yeah, not really my thing. But yeah, now they're cross pollinating with the current Walking Dead continuity, and what's his name? Morgan. Morgan's like, I love Morgan. The, the um. So I'm, I'm glad he's getting so much screen time for Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah, I hear um, I hear Michonne's leaving the show. So her character's probably going to die. Uh, Andrew Lincoln is obviously going to die. Carl's dead. So I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Yeah. I don't even know what the show is up to right now. 
Well, I mean, they're they're in season. Well, I mean, not yet, but there season was tons 10, of though, news right? about it and a panel. So season ten is gonna drop in October, like they usually do. I literally stopped watching. I think this was the season eight, the episode before the season eight finale. So that was the episode that Carl died, mm. and I remember watching that. And I just looked at my friend, and I was like, "I'm fucking done with this show." Yeah. And he was like, "But next week is the is the finale," and I was like, "I don't give a fuck. I'm not watching it." They asked. They asked Carl. Carl. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, he said that uh, the kid that plays Carl said that uh, school was interfering with his acting, and like, uh. He feels like he was doing a bad job acting because he was focusing on school and like I get it, but uh, they could have just not given Carl a few episodes. Yeah, yeah, he could have been like, "Oh, Carl, Carl's was lost for half half a season," or everyone thought Carl was look dead. Look at look at Rick. Rick died for like. I mean, I don't watch the show, like I said, but I kept up. I think. Carl takes quite well after his dad. So I, I, I totally see this character where everyone thought Carl was missing or, or, and or dead. And then Carl just just comes back at the end of the season all bloodied up with with a ring of zombie ears like Daryl around his neck. And he's like, yeah, I, I, I'm alive, bitches. What up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, the good old days of zombie ears. Any, <sighs> anywho. Uh, San Diego Comic Con is the topic. What's up? So, wow, there was there was quite a bit of news. I again, I don't. As for some context, this is my first time there, my first time working there. But like I said many times before, when you're an exhibitor, you're there at the con and you're not at the con. So I didn't leave our booth for. Most of the weekend, uh, I got like twenty minutes to explore on Saturday, and then like another twenty minutes to explore on Sunday. Um, and I frankly did not keep up with most news, um, so I did a lot of my catch up homework today. Um, but I, I, from the general reaction, yes, there was a, a lot of highlights, and we'll definitely cover our favorite highlights. But, um. What I found curious is that a lot of reviewers and uh, bloggers, they thought Comic-Con was okay. And a common thing that I was seeing around was that it, despite being Comic-Con's 50th anniversary this year, they it didn't seem to feel that way. It didn't seem to be like this huge pomp and circumstance. I mean, yes, they were trying to go really hard on um, the opening of the Comic-Con Museum, which is this new attraction that's going to be open year-round. During that weekend, they inducted Batman as the first comic book hero in their Comic-Con Museum Hall of Fame. But I heard a lot of complaints how, despite the museum having their own attraction or activation in the show floor, the majority of events... Uh, were off-site where it was really hard to get to because like what, what San Diego gets completely engulfed by Comic-Con so it's really hard to get tr- to travel around like there I mean yes there's trolleys 
our trains moving back and forth. Um, but good luck trying to find like an Uber. So that that aside, this being my first Comic Con, it was awesome. There's a uh, there was a ton of people. Um, you could just really feel the energy in the air. And I got to meet some really cool people. You know, I, I met like new customers, new fans. I met some artists and creators, and I even met some celebrities. Like I got to see Ming Chen again. I got a photo with Brian O'Halloran um, and Clerks and Kevin Smith. VSQ stuff just means so much to me, so that was really awesome. I got to see our boy Mega Ran. That's awesome. I, I I really appreciated that. Got to see. Jason Inman, Ashley Victoria Robinson from the Major Explorers Network and the GHL Geek History Podcast. So that was awesome. I guess from the few parts that I got to see around the event, I think my favorite parts was um, just like the Viz booth. Because like Viz was going all out on JoJo Bizarre Adventure as like... Viz, and, Viz always does such a great job at all Comic-Cons. They really do. They have such a strong like trade show presence and the logistical backing and stuff. Um, uh, but of course, of course, all the, all the JoJo stuff was sold out on both days I tried to stop by. So I'm like, ah, so it's okay. Um... The other booths I got to stop by were, like, of course, the Image booth. And then I got to stop by uh, Boom Studios. Uh, one of my friends, uh, she used to work at Phantom Comics. She now works there. Um, and Boom Studios went so hard on Power Rangers stuff. It was awesome. So they had, like, some really cool new um, Comic-Con variants. They were, they were launching like, a new series. It was called, like, uh, Mighty Morphin Go-Go Rangers. And they had... Like the Power Rangers Shattered Grid games on there, so um, yeah, that was all. That was great. So that was like my uh, abridged experience of Comic Con. It was exciting, overwhelming. We should, we should, we should go. It's expensive yeah, as fuck, but we should go. I think as hyped as San Diego Comic Con is, there are people that have said that. Um, they feel that New York Comic Con is bigger than San Diego. Oh, it Comic-Con. definitely is. Like, and it definitely is. That's true. Like, like it's weird because I did not. I never used to stand by that statement, mm-hmm. but now I totally do. Yeah, the thing about San Diego, it's so spread out. Like, so many people. Even even if you can't get a badge or you can't get a full four day, five day badge, people just go to San Diego. Because there's so many activations going on everywhere in the city, um, so you you don't even have to go to the the uh, the San Diego Convention Center. You could just go to these to these various parks or certain parts of the city, and there's booths, there's activations, there's attractions, there's specials. Literally, the whole city gets into it. Uh, on the other hand, New York, it's the the for uh. Consistently, at least for the last maybe at least two years, three years, attendance numbers have been higher. Um, uh, the 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 main difference is everything's happening in the Javits Center. That yeah, and, I mean, there's some stuff in the Starling Ballroom or Hammerstein Ballroom and Madison Square Garden, but even that, that's like a ten minute walk from the Javits Center. So you can leave the Javits Center, go to a panel in the Hammerstein Ballroom. And then just walk right back into the Javits Center. Yeah. It's wild. And like, 
even in the last couple of years, it's it feels even more packed and dense. And it is because um, they're still doing renovations in the one wing, which used to be the old Artist Alley area. Um, they I moved... think those reservations are done this year. Oh, they are, finally. So, yeah, yeah, cause, wow. Because for the years that they were doing those reserva- uh, renovations, um, you weren't allowed to buy a four-day pass mm-hmm. and three-day passes. And this year, they finally brought back three- and four-day passes. Wow, no way. That's awesome. So I think I think Artist Alley is done. Mm. We can hope. We can hope. Are they still doing VIP batches? Because remember that one year they phased out VIP. That was yeah. There's no VIP. That's batches. so stupid. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, Andy. Uh, so we have a pseudo system of how we're gonna break down Comic Con. So I have some sever- some several categories. Uh, we have TV, movies. Marvel has to get its own pan or its own section. Um, I also have horror and anime. So, uh, which one do you want to start with? Uh, I'm. St- I think we should save Marvel for last. Okay. Um, I guess we could start with TV. There's a lot of exciting news about TV in general. Like, I feel like TV was had the most, uh, in terms of volume. Uh, maybe not necessarily in terms of impact, but TV is just trying is growing really hard. Um, so what? Uh, what are your favorite news or announcements or trailers uh, from this category? So, I mean, I'm assuming we're not talking about any Marvel anything. No, not yet. That's that's all. Marvel's going to be its own yeah, category. Okay. So, first, my first takeaway: Burt Ward got confirmed for the crossover for the for the CW that's crossovers, wild. and I'm so, so excited for that. I cannot believe it. That's that is like deep cuts honoring the classics. Um, this this is like I know I know we've seen a lot of ambitious crossovers, but this one is like damn. Oh, but let's CW. not let's also not forget that Brandon Ruth is coming back as Superman in the crossovers for twice. And during the panel, they were like, "Oh, Brandon Ralph, um, we can't really use your costume from the movie." And Brad was like, that's okay. He rips open his shirt and he's wearing the Superman emblem from Kingdom Come. It's like, holy shit, what? That's awesome. Um, what else? Supergirl. Oh, wait, wasn't Tom Welling Superman confirmed for Crisis? Um, so we're going to have two first? Supermen? Sure, why not? <laughs> I'm okay with it. That's fine. Um, Supergirl got a new costume, which broke the internet. Um, everyone was excited about her new costume. They finally got rid of the skirt and gave her more of like a jumpsuit, which looks badass. It looks like she's paying homage to Superman. We got to see, I don't recall seeing anything from Arrow and Flash. Well, I think Arrow's final season is wrapping up. Yeah, this is, they just started filming Arrow's final season like last week. Oh, okay. So it's only 10 episodes also. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Flash. I don't remember hearing anything about the Flash actually. I don't either. But pals, if you did, tweet at us or at us or hop on to Facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/SuperNerdPals and tell us about your all your your tidbits and your inner knowledge about Flash. We also got else. we also got a Watchmen reveal trailer, 
yeah. of Dr. Manhattan. I'm still very confused on the timeline of when this takes place. I feel like I feel like it's post Watchmen, but there's also gonna be stuff from Rorschach's journal that mm. we're gonna see. So I it's really unclear, but like Dr. Manhattan is on Mars. So it's in the middle, unless they're flubbing or flubbing with the timeline where instead of Dr. Manhattan just traveling to another universe, he just travels to Mars at the at the end of this, the original story. And then uh, we, we're seeing a much older Adrian Veidt played by uh, Jeremy Irons, which I love that casting, but he looks mad old. Like So I feel like this is pushing the the lane towards like this being after the original story plus those plus a lot like uh what's it called the the dark knight strikes again yeah yeah uh, with the sons of the batman you have like an entire legion of just cult of warshack it's like okay um this is something um it looks visually interesting um and it's going to be HBO's first dive into superheroes and uh, Regina King, like I love Regina King, and she's gonna be like, she looks like one of the main heroes or main protagonist, and that's awesome. I just don't really know what is going on. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really <laughs> too sure on what's happening. I mean, it looks interesting. I'm um, excited for it. Yeah. So uh, back and track uh, a little bit on Batman and Supes and DC. So Harley Quinn's getting a rated R animated series. I'm, I'm guessing it's on the DC app. Um, if it feels so much at home, if it, w- it was on like the Adult Swim block, like right after Metalocalypse or something like that, I like, feel like it's. I feel like that's still gonna limit. Like it's still gonna be limiting, even if it's on Adult Swim. I feel like if anything, if that show had to be on TV on any platform, it would have had to be like FXX after a certain time, or um comedy central after a certain time because that's where like they just fucking let loose yeah and it 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 seems like like, i've I've been seeing a lot of comparisons to the trailer to like venture brothers uh it's like like harley's cursing a lot um seems way more violent like you have cartoons straight up smoke chain smoking and then it's like okay this okay cool let's let's go for it and i feel like to me when i watched it it felt like batman brave and the bold meets archer like you just had so many weird obscure characters like from the silver age like kite man's there it's like oh, kite man it's, yeah go funny for it. thing about batman brave and the bold a lot of people i feel like that show was a fucking sleeper that was that show is so that underrated. That show was so underrated and it was, so good. It was really good. It was very like tongue in cheek, and it still had like generally great moments of pathos. Um, but still, it, it, it was making fun of all the Silver Age stuff that made it weird, but still made it enjoyable. Not only that, like it brought light, especially to someone like me. To uh, a bunch of characters that I would have never knew existed in the DC universe, and like, like Crazy Quill, <laughs> and like they're like the any, DC like, universe has so many weird obscure heroes, characters. like heroes, villains, random one-offs. Like that show is great. 
Of course, and he got it like Fist of Justice. It's like, <laughs> so good. Um. So yeah. Oh, and and uh, so I really, I really got those vibes in the trail. And what's really cool, like, I feel like th- this Harley is like really progressive. It's moving the character much more forward, or is it, it's moving character elements in comic books onto the small screen in a much bigger way. Like, in every single shot of the trailer, Harley's be- is beating up Joker, which is awesome. And then they're already implying that, like, Poison Ivy uh, and Harley are best friends and or they might have a relationship. And it's like, this is great. This is awesome. No more problematic Harley Quinn, Joker, abusive relationship stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I'm all for it. I'm so against that. Like, I don't understand why people think that that's a healthy ship. And then I see, like, there's uh, this one comic book where Harley Quinn's talking about how she had to, like, go to another state to, like, give up her child with Joker to her sister. And, like, Joker doesn't even know that they have a kid. And I'm like, yeah, Damn. this isn't this isn't the type of relationship <laughs> you should be praising. Girl, get out. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that trailer looks pretty exciting. Um, I'm a bit upset that, uh, what's her name? Uh, Tara Strong is not playing. No, wait. Is Ter- Tara Strong plays Harley, or am I thinking, or am I making it up? Uh, Tara Strong plays Harley, yeah. Okay. I, okay. Yeah, I, I know this time it's, uh, uh, Haley Coco. Um, ironically, or coincidentally, it's the second Big Bang Theory, uh, act- actor to take on the mantle of Harley. Uh, I'm not 100% sure how I feel about her voice yet, but I mean, I guess DC can is allowed to change things up. So I don't know. Okay. And in my other TV trailer uh, to bit, The Witcher looks really good. Yeah. I see a lot of people complaining that it doesn't look like the video game. What people have to understand is The Witcher was a book first. Yes. And I think I, I think from what I understand, it's a lot more faithful to the book. Yeah, I I would yeah. imagine. Um, video games only go so far. It does look great. I know everyone, like, everyone can't give Henry Cavill a break. Like f- first, it was like his Superman uh, uh, portrayal or his suit. Then it was like the mustache thing with the CGI painted out. And now everyone's making fun of his wig. But like when I watched the trail, I was like, shit, this looks really good, really polished, and. Um, I like just monsters and medieval magic and stuff, and Harry Cavill just kicking ass. Like I, this looks so. All good. I have I, to say about the mustache thing is he was under contract not to shave it. Yeah, <laughs> shit happens. <Come> on. <laughs> shit happens. Uh, shit happens. Uh, any last things about TV? Um, no, I think that's about it. I'm super excited for the DC crossover. Oh, yes. Lied. Um, Young Justice got confirmed for a new season. Oh yeah, season four. Yeah. Oh my god. I, yeah. Totally forgot don't, don't, about don't. that. My gosh, it, there, there's just so much news that came. Still out. have not watched season three yet, but that's okay. I I haven't either. I I, it's on their DC app right yeah, now. Yeah, DC not, app. Yeah. I've been paying for you since the day you fucking came out. Come to the PS4. Oh, really? It's not. Wait, it's, it's not only on, on the Xbox yet? One. That's stupid. <laughs> DC. No. Come to the PS4. Oh man. Give me the DCU app. 
on Switch. Give us what we want. <laughs> I will go on both of those consoles before my Xbox. Okay, this is this is fair. This is very fair. Um, oh, I almost forgot. Like, um, I'm not the biggest Trek guy, but Star Trek Picard the series looks really cool. I haven't really watched much of it of the the TV show, but I so I don't know if you have to have like a heavy deep knowledge of all, all like Star Trek or his series in particular to enjoy it. I just it looks visually stunning. Um, I'm getting like a very Firefly kind of vibe. Like it, the the overall arc seems to revolve around trying to protect this girl who's maybe a super weapon. Uh, a lot like um, what's her name, River. But yeah, and like I just love Picard. Uh, so I, I don't know. Trekkies, reach out. Let us know what you love about about the show or what you're feeling about it. Um, I don't know if you're a Trekkie, Andy. I'm not. Um, do you have any opinions on the Picard show or the trailer? It looks interesting. Um, if you don't have to have a deep background in it, I'll probably get into it. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's go on to, okay, so I want to give a special shout out to Rai, who can't be here, but if she was here, she would be freaking out with us, because, my gosh, horror got so hard, and went out the gate so fast, um, in in this show, so, uh, it was, uh, a Wednesday night, San Diego Comic-Con has been doing this annual event called Scare Diego. So this happened on preview night, which is Wednesday. So I was working preview night, so I couldn't leave. Uh, and so Scare Diego was hosting this free event where they showed a bunch of exclusive footage from It Chapter 2. And they had a Q&A session which, with the directors and a bunch of uh, the, the cast. And I was so mad I couldn't see it. But the next day, so Thursday, uh, the new trailer for It Chapter 2 dropped. And it looks so good. Uh, Andy, your thoughts on, on It? I cannot wait for that movie. Um, it, it just looks amazing. It, like, I don't even know. I'm lost for words on... I never thought that, like, even as a child, like, I didn't think that It was too fascinating i mean i liked it but i didn't think that like i would be as into it as i am now and i definitely want to binge watch the first movie right before seeing it chapter two yeah double feature what up i i feel like there's there has to be some indie movie theater or maybe like the alamo draft house that's gonna do a double feature because they make so much sense and it'll just draw more money and Oh my god, this trailer—it's just shot so well. It like the 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 discordant music is just it like, just gets under your skin. And some and of the scenes my, just look like creepy as all hell. Oh my god! I my favorite part of the trailer was um I don't know the the one of the characters was running after his kid in the in like this fun house in this maze of glass uh hallways and then pennywise's face oh yeah is running against the glass and with his tongue out and i was like oh my god yes so good i i can't wait it's i can't the, the, what is there to say watch the trailer it looks really really polished so some other really great news for horror so in 2018 
uh, we had the Halloween remake, and that was such a good movie. Uh, it just revitalized the 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 franchise, and it it was it, but still honoring the rest of the franchise. And then it was announced that we're getting not one but two sequels. Uh, for, so Halloween two and three, like in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. I just cannot wait. I, I, I hope to God that John Carpenter still continues to do the, the soundtrack. He's still producing. I, I just, I really want him to like be able to direct again. Like I know he hasn't directed anything in a while. He's just been spending the last couple of years like playing video games and composing music and producing. Um, so let let the guy get back into one of his babies and direct that because i he's still a genius um but i'm so excited to see what they do uh if you haven't seen the halloween 2018 movie it's just pitch perfect form um it's a really nice uh facelift of the franchise yeah that movie um, was fucking beautiful i highly recommend seeing it if you haven't and i am extremely excited for these two Ah, oh, so good. Uh, lastly, if you're a fan of our sister show, Left for Dread, which Ryan and I co-host, uh, a couple months ago we did an episode on Creep Show, which is a really great self-contained or or it's a really great anthology horror movie. And now Shudder released the first trailer for the Creep Show series. Um, so again, it's based on the classic Stephen King movies. It's, it has major. I, I think like Greg Greg Nicotero is either producing or directing it. Oh my god! It looks so clean. It looks super creepy. Um, I think one of the episodes I'm going to be most excited about is Tobin Bell from Jigsaw fame or uh, the Saw movie fame. He's going to be in one of the episodes, and I just yes, give me all of it. Uh, Andy, did you see that the Creep Show trailer? That I did not. Okay, check it out. Super creepy. I love it. It's so good. So I think this was a relatively short. It's gonna be a short, a relatively short list. Um, um, I guess especially because Anime Expo happened like earlier in the month. But uh, and uh, Andy, was there any anime manga news that caught your eye? Uh, no, I actually didn't see any. So. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, well, don't worry. I got I got two pieces. So naturally, My Hero Academia is, still dominates the airwaves. Um, so I think one of the biggest things that was revealed here was um, the English dub trailer for My Hero Academia Season 4 was released during this weekend. We got the new season in October. Uh, I know some other news broke about the second My Hero Academia movie that's supposed to come out. The one that's supposed um, to close out the series, supposedly. I think so. I I'm a little bit fuzzy. I I, I just saw on a headline. Um, I think slightly unrelated. I did. I don't know if it was part of San Diego Comic Con or it was released beforehand. But I know we have some indefinite updates about the latest rebuild of Evangelion movie coming out in 2020. So that's that's great to hear. The one surprising bit of anime news that i took as most exciting uh was that viz media is 
is producing releasing their first original uh first original series on netflix it's called seis manos and it's basically like a like an action drama about a bunch of hispanics who practice kung fu and they have to take down the drug cartels and yeah and like so mike coulter he plays one of the main character of luke cage fame and the main villain is danny trejo it's like yes holy shit this is my jam and like i cannot wait this sounds so awesome um and i i think robert rodriguez is producing on it so that that makes it even more insane and sure like i don't know just throw in luchadors throw in throw in danny trejo references left and right from like machete to you know what like i don't know all of his works that he did with like robert rodriguez and quentin tarantino i like i have a, such a big love for danny trejo so the fact that he's gonna be an anime just just blows my mind it's gonna be so cool which is random because danny trejo also plays boots in the dora movie <laughs> So I'm very, like, I really want to see that movie just to see Danny Trejo's performance. It's so good. Like, is he making the monkey <laughs> noises, or does he actually talk? I don't I know. he just talks as himself. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Danny Trejo, MVP. I love it. Yes. Oh, so good. Okay, so that's it for anime. Okay, Andy, this is, this is the big one. We got... So much news from Marvel. Holy shit. Okay, let's... Uh, what What are your favorite takeaways from, from the Marvel panel? Phase 4. Phase 4, that, that roster. Jeez. Um, the fact that Marvel said that they could give us Phase 5 now, but they don't want to. Mm -hmm. Um, That just fucking interests me. I'm like, well, what do you got mm -hmm. planned for Phase 5? <laughs> Kevin Feige, what are you don't you can't say that. You can't say like, shit like that. You just can't. <laughs> uh but I guess it's Marvel. They can. What it's fucking blade. Uh what? Oh <laughs> Mahershala Did not Ali see that coming. Blade. Yo. That's so like okay, so I know there's there's a there's a there's kinda like a pushback because a lot of people Still want Wesley Snipes. Snipes. Listen, I love Wesley Snipes as Blade, but that's it. He had his time to shine in yeah, the 90s. Shine. And, and, and Ali, he's flexing chops in Marvel movies or Marvel properties before. He plays Cottonmouth and, and Luke Cage, and he's the voice of Uncle Aaron and um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So, come on. He already knows what he's doing. Uh, and the fact that he's 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 playing Blade, so freaking cool, and I think he'll I think he'll crush it. Like it's his time. It's his time. This is I cannot. Marvel wait. also confirmed that the Marvel Universe on Netflix is not canon to the MCU. Oh really? Yep. So I I don't. I didn't see anything announced in this panel, but do you think they're ever going to revive the, the Defenders or, or Daredevil well, I, into like the Disney what I'm app hoping or the, the is Marvel app? 
they do have like a three year time restraint on how they can't use like sharing onto the licensing yeah, runs yeah. out. Okay. So what I'm assuming is phase five is gonna just bring all of those characters. Okay. But I I don't okay. think they want to say that yet. Yeah. Um. But they're just keeping their back pocket. Well, I mean, we have we have plenty of Marvel stuff. Yeah, to enjoy. we're getting like like we're getting Marvel. What if I never thought we would get a What If series? Yeah. Jeez. Oh my god, it's so cool. And then Jeffrey Wright, he's he's being the Watcher, and he's such a amazing actor. So. Yes, hats off to them, and then... There were reports that um, the second Doctor Strange movie is going to be a horror movie? Yeah, yeah, it's, so it's called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Dude, that sounds straight up HP Lovecraft. Yeah, absolutely. I, like, oh my god, yes. Yes, more Marvel horror. I mean, like, Blade already is in that horror territory, but can you imagine, like, straight up, like cosmic horror stuff with dude Doctor there's strange. so much you can do with dr strange it's insane oh um cool. i can't yes we we know that uh the falcon now has his captain america falcon suit jane foster thor jane foster thor holy shit like natalie portman walking out with bolnir in her hand like i i know we've all talked about it like uh, various lengths in, the, in previous episodes of like SMP or like Jane Foster Thor, when she's going to be in the movies and then Taika Waititi's like, ah, yes, this is my time. So he walks in and he's like, yeah, we're going to do it. I love it. how Natalie just, Portman just... basically said that she was never coming back as Jane Foster. And Taika Waititi was just like, yeah, but we're going to give you the hammer. She was like, all right, all right, I'm in. I was like, okay, okay. Like, that's the thing, because, like, uh, uh, Natalie Portman publicly stated, like, she didn't really enjoy her time in the Thor movies, because, like, I, I, I wish I could well, get agree. Well, also, like, she, she wasn't in Ragnarok, right? She wasn't. She was yeah. only in the first two movies. So, yeah. she never worked with Taika Waititi, and the fact that Chris Hemsworth was gonna leave Thor after, like, uh, Endgame, I guess. And the fact that he is back just because Tiko Watiti is there, like, that speaks a whole fucking multitude to that guy. That's... You know what? You know what I'm wondering? I'm wondering if Natalie Portman's uh, scenes in Endgame, where they had to reshot or reshoot some of the scenes from Dark World, I wonder if that was Ta- Taika Watiti's, like, like, in his, like, like okay we need like well one like the writer's like okay you know what we wrote thor the dark world and yes we're gonna make you love it again and we're gonna make you watch it again just so you can get endgame and then taika's like wait 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 like natalie natalie she's a little bit hesitant what if i what if we do thor 4 and what if i give her the hammer and the guys are like and kevin have like is like that's a great idea <laughs> do it and that's what happened and like oh my god i mean I, thor basically kind of gives up the hammer in in Endgame where he tells Captain America like you hold on to that I got Stormbreaker like and then and also to to prevent like time paradoxes Captain America had to take the hammer back into the place in the time stream that he took it from so it didn't mess yeah. up 
But the, but there's all this like this multiverse wibbly wobbly kind of stuff already going on. So it's perfectly reasonable to think like that. You know, like Mjolnir landed the Earth, and then maybe this is like an alternate Jane Foster, which she's been operating as Thor for like X amount of years, and she's a well seasoned warrior already. It's like, oh, anything's possible because because time and multiverse stuff. I don't know what I'm talking about. Jane Foster, Thor, I need it now. It's gonna be so great. And I know we didn't speak about this, but the new Spider-Man movie basically confirmed that this is Earth 616. Yeah. Um also with a great assault, like it's Mysterio being a dick. So he's he, I mean, no, I don't know because, if, like I mean, yes, Mysterio was he was definitely lying about like coming from another multiverse, but he wasn't the one that called their Earth six one six. It was Nick Fury who said it, which oh, was it? But which also oh. wasn't Nick Fury. It was a scroll. Yeah, it was. So it's just it was like, a scroll the entire time. <laughs> so it's like a it's like an inverse. But they acknowledged like, it. Invasion. They acknowledged it. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Ah, oh, Marvel, what are you doing? Um. Oh, oh, uh, you you Spider Man really Spider Man hinted at oh. the Silver Surfer. He did. Oh, jeez. When are we getting a real Galactus? When are we getting a real Doctor Doom? Phase four. That matter. Phase four. Phase four. Phase five. Oh, I don't know. Ugh. This um, could be the Phase Tastic Four. It could be. It could be. Oh my god. <laughs> That's beautiful. Andy, copyright TMTM. <laughs> Pitch that to Kevin Feige. So we can Fantastic go in. Four. Just give it to me. Yes, just give give it to Andy. He's the new he's the new showrunner. Or we could do the face Fantastic Five. Hear me out. Uh, and we throw Spidey. We got Spidey the, yeah, yeah. We got yeah. We got the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Along with the bombastic Bagman. Oh. Which is oh Spider-Man with and a then, paper bag as a mask. And they fight up against the Sinister Sticks. Come on. Four, five, six. <laughs> Makes sense. Branding. I love it. <laughs> oh, God. You know what was really surprising? Um, a little bit of tangent. Uh, there's, a, there's like Black Widow movie footage floating around. And um, it's going to take... Pi- take place a little bit after Winter Soldier. And holy shit, Taskmaster is going to be in the movie. And Scarlet, or I'm sorry, Black Widow and Taskmaster have a giant fight. And that sounds amazing. And I can't wait. Taskmaster, I am so waiting for his interaction with like Spider-Man and Hawkeye. And I'm like, I just want to see Taskmaster in phase four just jump into random movies and just fuck with everybody. Oh, that'd be so cool. Taskmaster is the shit. He is. He is. And uh, I don't know a lot about this character, but appearing in the Black Widow movie is the Red Guardian, who's, uh, who's I, I read that he's basically the Soviet equivalent of Captain America. Uh, and he's play, he's being played by David Habor, aka Hopper, aka Hellboy. So that's awesome. Like, geez, like, like, I just love how Marvel is just scooping up all like the A and S ranked actors, and because everyone wants a slice now. Um, 
I mean, you you definitely see that with the casting for um, Marvel Marvels of the Eternals, and I mean, you got like Angelina Jolie in there, and Kumal Nanjani, Leah McHugh, Salma Hayek. Just the list goes on and on. But you, you know who's missing from this list, Andy? Who? Keanu Reeves. Where is Keanu Reeves? Uh, so it's I know funny the that MCU... you were saying that because my friends and I were talking about uh, Keanu Reeves being in the MCU. And yeah, I know Kevin I was like, was, instead, uh... instead of making Keanu a character, why don't they just bring Keanu as Keanu? Yes. He is his own Marvel character. He's his own Marvel character. Oh my god. No, wait, can you imagine, like... Oh, this is such a stupid idea. Like, uh, Keanu Reeves entered the Keanuverse, and then they assemble a team of every Keanu. So you have Keanu from Speed, John Wick, uh, Keanu from... Point Break and Matrix, uh, this Neo, <laughs> and then Bill, Bill and Ted. <laughs> it wouldn't be too good. It's too good, but yeah, like Kevin Feige, he was uh, he was talking with um, with Reeves about um, bring him to the MC rule and like please do like, um, yet yeah, you could go for the route where he could be like some amazing mercenary um uh, you know like like taskmaster or um um using all that tactical training he uses for all those john wick movies or or tying into the fact that or tying to like shang chi and the legend of ten rings mm-hmm. i mean we're getting our first um asian american led marvel movie and the, the first like marvel kung fu epic and why not have keanu reeves stroll in as like like a mini boss or like or some like or like maybe like the bodyguard to the mandarin how awesome would that be yeah um yeah i don't know Ugh, um so we're also getting wandavision the- yeah that was i was really surprised like it's, we at this point after endgame um we don't really know what's what Vision is up to, and now they're gonna have a TV show together, well, which is Vision's dead. Oh wait, he's still dead. That's right. Never so mind. So WandaVision I... is gonna bring back Vision for yeah. sure, mm-hmm. and it ties directly to Doctor Strange too. Pretty badass. And what's really exciting is um, Tiona Paris is gonna be up is playing or is playing a an adult Monica Rambeau who's the 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 child we see in Captain Marvel, which is really cool. So I'm all for it. Um, what else do we got here that we did not talk about? Oh, Loki, uh, the Loki TV show. Yes, um, yes, is going to be starting in 2021 in the spring. Tom Hiddleston's still going to be Loki, which is great. And it's going to be it's going to take place of where Loki steals the Tesseract in Endgame. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't so know it's that. gonna be, I guess, just Loki fucking shit up with the Tesseract in like a split um, timeline. Oh, so uh, good. Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, Hawkeye, Hawkeye is like Jeremy show. Renner's. Uh, his uh, his uh, his role in the in the show is 
is confirmed. I see Fantastic Four here, actually. Oh, do tell. Yeah, Fantastic Four is coming to the MCU. Oh, hell yeah. I think, I don't, um, trying to think what else. I, I think, uh, uh, it's not so much as, like, a upset. It's just like, oh, okay, that's... Um, I know it's the it's the price we have to pay because Taika Waititi, such a genius, he's gonna be helming Thor for Love and Thunder, but at the cost of pushing back the timetable for the live action Akira movie. And I know I I'm really excited to see what he will do with the with with that. I'm only um, I, I'm only okay with this because he is still a part of that project. <laughs> He is, he is. As long as he holds the key to Akira, I have 100% faith that that movie will be amazing. Indeed, indeed. Because like, he's he's going to be the linchpin. Because I, I know, I know like uh, Alita Battle Angel, uh, it did pretty well at the, at the box office. And it was a complete failure. So it... it it's moving the needle towards an actually good Hollywood live action anime adaptation, and I I'm resting all my hopes. Taika, he is the chosen one. He will save us from this from this this infinite hell we live in. And maybe so. he'll spawn the anime verse. Oh shit! Like the the what's it called? The it would, Shonen Jump. It would be the, the ACU cinematic universe. The ACU. Anime cinematic universe. Oh, so good. So good. All starts you know, with I'm still Kira. waiting for I'm still waiting for that Space Jam movie where everyone was pitching Michael B. Jordan to be to play it's basically Space Jam with Michael B. Jordan because he's such a weeb and it just he just falls into um the world of anime and I, I guess they have to save anime by playing a game of basketball and it's all like Kurgo's basket slam dunk over the over the top style. I mean basketball, but Michael B. Jordan also makes sense because Michael Jordan was in the first one. So yeah, yeah, and also like his Killmonger outfit was clearly a Saiyan, a blue Saiyan armor uh thing. Like it looks exactly like Vegeta's Saiyan armor. So come on. We know what you're up to, Michael B. Jordan. You're dropping those hits. Let us know when you're doing Space Jam 3. Or uh, maybe Taika Waititi is going to decide to make a good Dragon Ball movie and make Michael B. Jordan Vegeta. Oh, can you imagine? I, I, he, he could pull it off. I think it would be amazing. He's uh, got acting Taika skills. Taika I want Taika Waititi to, to, to just like, oh, hey, guys, I made an anime movie. It's dropping tomorrow on Netflix and or is dropping tonight on Netflix at midnight. Go watch it, please. And it's like the greatest is the greatest thing ever. All right. So random pitch here. I want him to direct an anime movie starring Michael B. Jordan, but also starring Chris Sabat and okay. And Sean Schimmel. I don't know what anime this will be. Wait, 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 wait. Do you want them to cast them? In, in, no, as, like, as live as action. Cast their live voices? action. Live action. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be a live action anime adaptation. You know what? Yes. I just want those three actors. That's all I want. Yes. And yes. I want a live action Death Note where those three actors play every single character. 
Oh my god. Wait, wait. Do you want a movie or do you want like a stage play? Where like there's ooh, just ooh, a stage costumes. play might be good. <laughs> they're just they're, they're just doing amazing like five second costume changes. So like and because you know Japan ha- Japan's leading the way with like Naruto's stage productions and I think there's I think there is a was it a Sailor Moon? Yeah, there was a Sailor Moon one. But there's no Death uh, Note until one. today. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, is that is that is that our challenge for episode two hundred to <laughs> to write to write a Taekwondo live stage production starring Michael, written specifically for Michael B. Jordan, Chris Sabat, uh, Sean Shibble. Can we please have Stephen Bloom in there? Because Steve Bloom. All right. Well, we'll add Steve Bloom. We'll make room for you. Uh, okay. Steve Bloom can be like the narrator. <laughs> oh, and one more thing. One more thing. I don't know why or how we're gonna do this, but for this, for this play of Death Note, I'm gonna write Corgan as a character. Corgan, <laughs> Korg is just gonna be there. Korg. Hi guys. <laughs> no, Korg. Korg is like one of the Shinigami. He just it like instead of yes, Rad, it's just Korg. Korg and Meep. <laughs> <laughs> They're just the most polite Shinigami ever. Oh my god. That's so good. Yes, perfect. Uh, can you? Uh, I, I, I. Oh my god! I would love a scene where, uh, I don't know. This is radically different from the canon, but like, I don't know, light, light, or Michael B. Jordan, or or, or the our our three main heroes. They they end up in the Shinigami realm, um, and they're trying to find like the Shinigami king. And then they just they run into Red Skull, and he's just he's just gu- he's just guarding like another artifact. It's like Red Skull, what the hell are you doing here? It's like oh, I got kicked out from the, guarding the Soul Stone, and now I'm, now I HR moved me over here. And everyone's like, <laughs> HR. <laughs> All right, Red Skull, are you under union oh, okay. contract too? <laughs> you know, I gotta pay those union dues every week. Oh no! Oh, it's so, or or even better, like there's two red skulls, and then Hugo Weaving, he has like the better job, <laughs> and then you, and then you have like the guy who impersonates Hugo Weaving's red skull, having like the shit job. Or what about a movie where Red Skull is roommates with the other Red Skull, <laughs> and then you find out that. The new Red Skull's actor is basically just trolling the original Red Skull the whole time. He's just a yes. douchebag roommate. Yes. And then, oh, and then, he, uh, plot twist. You know who's their landlord? It's old man Cap, Steve <laughs> Rogers. I feel like I feel like their landlord should actually be the landlord from the Spider-Man trilogy, the Tobey <laughs> Maguire Spider-Man trilogy. And just like every other scene, he knocks on the door, "Where's my rent money? Where's my rent money?" <laughs> oh god. With his daughter oh. that makes cookies for some reason. Oh jeez. So good. <laughs> In the background, you just see emo Peter, emo Peter Potter Parker, just like dance, <laughs> finger gunning his way down the stairs and yelling at the landlord. 
<laughs> Andy, why do we get into these conversations all the time? I love it. <laughs> San Diego brings out the best of us. It's so good. You know what? I can't uh, even say that because this is every fucking episode. It's every, every episode is comic. Ryan, like, where are you great. to keep us on check? Uh, I don't Planning know. a wedding. Planning a wedding. It's okay. It's a very important wedding. Ah, uh, jeez. Uh, Okay, is that is that it for Marvel? Um, we got more. I don't know. I know we we added more. We added so much to this tapestry. <laughs> so Kevin, help Kevin Foggy, please hire us. <laughs> this is our resume. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> this has been Andy uh, and Chris's screenwriting resume. Yes. Please contact us. Yeah. <laughs> Copyright TM, TM, TM. You're not allowed to steal our ideas. <laughs> uh, all right, Andy. This is fun. Um, I hope we get to go. I hope one day, one day we all get to go to Comic-Con together. Uh, I, it will be, be so much fun. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just get drunk on pop culture and... and, and and then literally drunk because like there's so many awesome bars and after parties that are going on. Um, yeah, I, I that's another thing. I did. I we were so busy. Like, um, we didn't really do some of these after parties. There's like a tro- there's an annual Tron theme after party that happens. There was a that sounds cool. Ner- yeah, it sounds really awesome. Like it's all like '80s new wave and synth wave kind of stuff. Um, I know the Nerdist was hosting an after party. Where it was all it was Stranger Things themed, so that sounded really awesome. Um, I think yeah, Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll is hosting the official after party as well. I forget the theme of that. Um, oh yeah, I think it was like uh, it was like Ready Player One themed. I forget. Yeah, but one of these days we'll go. It'll be great. I I want to end it off with this question. So if you could go to Comic Con and you could have. Any three things or any three moments happen, what would they be? Like, it could be a meeting with a celebrity. It could be grabbing, like, some sort of thing from a particular booth or company. Uh, what would it be? Well, my number one would be meeting Gerard Way. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know Gerard Way, he was the lead singer of My Chemical Romance and now writes comics for DC. Or mm-hmm. illustrates comics for DC, I think. I thought I thought it does both. both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would really like to meet him. Um, what else? Mm. I want. I'd like to make it to to a Hall H panel. I don't care what panel it would be. I just want to be in a Hall H panel because, like. The, the amount of dedication you need to get in there is like people are camp people are camping out since like Tuesday to get into the into the panel and I, I and I know like it's gonna be released on YouTube later but how awesome would it be to just be to there be live. in the crowd and Natalie Portman walks out holds up and will yeah. be there. like just make it to an MCU Hollage panel that'd, that'd be, be that'd badass. be my number one thing uh yeah. my number two would be to meet Tika Watiti because yes. I need to pitch him some movie ideas. 
Yes. Uh, and that, that has to, get, to be with you. Meet, that has to be with you because that's the only way that me and you will just like keep fucking feeding each other. And he's yes. just gonna be like, "What is wrong with these two? No, no, and we're no, just no, gonna no. be like, this "Yeah, is- it's gonna be so fucking awesome." Uh, and then eventually we will hype him up to like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fund this." Yeah, he'll be he'll be leaning back in his chair. He like he'll be like hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just he's just lots of mm-hmm's. And it's like you're hired. It's like, yes! <laughs> yeah, Taika. <laughs> oh god. And then my last thing would probably just to be there for a Marvel panel in general. Yeah. Like a Marvel Cinematic Universe panel. Hell yeah. Definitely a Marvel panel. I would love to be something that's like Batman related, like specifically like on like maybe like a DC animated universe uh, pa- uh panel, um, like for example, uh this this year was the twentieth anniversary of Batman Beyond, and holy shit, that made me feel so old. And like they announced the twentieth anniversary Blu-ray, so uh, I want I want to be at the panel when they announce Batman Beyond as a live action movie, and they bring out Michael Keaton. And as like old man Wayne, and then I don't know who's gonna play Terrence, Terry McGinnis, uh, but definitely like, definitely like Michael Keaton as as Wayne. So and I want to be there. And uh, then they're also gonna reveal that Tim Burton is the director. <laughs> oh my god, it's crazy! It's crazy. Um, I guess last thing, last thing. Um, uh, you know what? This seems a little bit. This seems a little bit small, but like, I want to be able to go to the Viz booth on preview <laughs> night and be able to buy everything that I want <laughs> and be like the first in line. I was like, oh, oh shit, there's there's this limited edition JoJo figure. I'll grab 20. Oh, look, limited edition prints for my, on my Hercadina. I'll take 20 of those too. <laughs> so, small victories. Small victories. That's... That's what's up. In this fantasy, do you not have rent? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes, rent, rent. I live in a utopia where rents is an archaic, ar- archaic, uh, and uh, brutalist concept <laughs> of third wave capitalism, and we we live in a, a new a new world where no one has to pay rent. It's beautiful. Nice. This was episode. 162 i gave you guys the wrong number in the beginning of the episode so <laughs> i'm correcting myself now it's all good yeah well what did you enjoy from san diego comic-con reveals there was a ton that we didn't even touch on um we we mostly talked about marvel because marvel's just fucking killing it marvel's killing it um yeah i uh, there's just way too much to consume it comic-con so let us know so there's a lot of ways you can reach us uh you can find us on twitter or instagram super nerd pals you can go to our facebook group facebook.com slash group slash super nerd pals where we have a bunch of memes and news uh and we just have a really great community so talk about what you loved about san diego uh, we would love to hear it. Shout outs, um, shout outs to Felicia for always keeping spicy yes, memes. Top fan, those spicy memes. It's very good. Um, I, I love it. Um, 
And you can even reach to uh, reach out to us personally. So, Andy, uh, where can people find you on the interwebs? You can find me on the interwebs at SweetJustice1 on Twitter or at SweetJustice1 on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at KyoNitchyForHire. That's K-Y-O, NitchyForHire. And as always, you can find this podcast on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Spotify, uh, any podcast of your choice, just look up Super Nerd Pals, or you can rip the RSS's feed and plug it in. And we have a bunch of really great sister shows as well, so check those out. And uh, stay tuned, stay tuned, because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pitch Space Jam Three with Taika. It's gonna be awesome, and and we're, we're, we're you know we're we're counting down, we're counting down the days. We're going to have the script in our hand and we're going to pitch it to Taika. He's going to buy it and then we're going to go to Comic-Con for life. I'm telling you that episode 200 script. It's going to happen. It's going to be great. (laughs) We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. uh, Peace out.